0: Today's episode was such a joy to record, and it was such a joy to be in Lucy's presence. We talked about being empowered versus being in power. We talked about sacred sexuality, self-discovery, body wisdom, the male gaze, survival mode, the reptilian brain, healing and awakening. It really is just kind of like we're hanging out in our living room together chatting, and that's like what all of the episodes are have turned into with this podcast, which I freaking love. So a little bit about Lucy. Lucy Al is a psychic and intuitive business mentor. She guides women to connect to their intuition for the liberation of their truest expression. Lucy leads with her pleasure as a mentor for visionary women ready to reclaim their power. And as a guide, teacher, and healer, she walks alongside her clients to guide them into turning on their uniquely magically blended gifts and bridging and amplifying their connection with their spirit guides. And before we dive in, I'll show you a little peep on what's coming up in this episode.
1: It's just like you free to think whatever you think. This is my own journey. And it's just like she's not imposing that on anyone else's. And my journey is my journey, and I never want to impose that on anyone else. I respect every opinion. Um, I respect them. Whatever you think, it's your thought, it's your process, it's not mine. And this is the biggest thing in the world that when we get to that level of I respect either or answer with no judgment, you do you kind of thing that's a definitely definitely different energetics and it's just beautiful to to be in those kind of rooms to be honest
0: welcome to openly spoken the podcast to help you show up speak out and be seen. Here you'll get to eavesdrop on connected women's conversations about self-love, confidence, healing, relationships, creativity, and more. I'm your host, Celia Antonio, and I am your guide to getting you grounded into your body, feeling your full spectrum of emotion, and expanding your fullest self-expression. I also pop in here from time to time with solo episodes where I give you tips, tricks, and resources like meditations, visualizations, and all the things to get you grounded To get you to feel, to get you to alchemize, and to get you to expand and express yourself fully. I'm so grateful that you're here, and I invite you to now put your hands on your heart, take a deep breath, set a tone for how you want to be as you show up for this podcast, take what resonates in this podcast leave out what doesn't resonate and take some time to reflect and to contemplate and if there's anything in the podcast you want to chat about you can always reach out to me on instagram at self express babe thank you so much for being here now let's get started Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to invite you into Heart Magic. Heart Magic is my 11-day breast massage course for women. It's 11 days of sensual self-care for you to slay your shame, expand your nervous system capacity, and silence your inner mean girl. And in Heart Magic, you will be guided to feeling deeply grounded into your body, balancing your energy of doing and being productive, getting things done versus the energy of being and receiving and being still. You might even have a spiritual awakening to what it means to be a woman. You're going to release who the world tells you to be and step into your own defined identity. There's so much juiciness in here. And I invite you to click the link in the show notes to find out more. And if you are interested in this program and you want to dive in, I have a code for my podcast listeners. Just use the code podcast and you'll get $30 off of your enrollment. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Well, I'm delighted to chat with you and we were just talking about like feeling empowered in our bodies. And uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to continue that. I can Yeah. I can relate I, with I you.
1: Even, yeah, uh-huh. and I said empowered, but like it's not empowered, it's really much in power. Because in power, I feel like yeah. there is a, that that very very slight thread of be being in power and empowered. Empowered, it feels like there is still someone holding the reins for you. Mm, so but good. In so in is like you, like it's just like, I don't need you to hold the reins or hold mm-hmm. the fort for me. I'm like, whatever, I decide. And yeah, it's it takes fucking balls. And I'm sorry for cursing and using no, those it's words. It's okay. It's welcome um, <laughs> because I don't have balls. I'm a woman, but. It's kind of what it feels it takes like. takes
0: ovaries, big old ovaries. Ovaries or
1: <laughs> boobs or whatever. <laughs> I love <sighs> it. Yeah. Being naked in the internet. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: funny. Um, but I could totally like agree with you that I feel the most empowered in power that I've ever been, which I love what you just brought up about that. I totally agree with you. that's why I recently changed my on my Instagram. It used to mm-hmm. say women's empowerment mentor and I changed it to a liberation mentor. I'm like, liberation sounds way more like who I'm free. I'm self-expressed. I feel at home in my body. Oh, like empowerment is like, yeah, there's something like it's still a little sticky it's there. The
1: foreplay of power. It's always yeah. like what I'm like, as a psychic is kind of what I, I like, I saw it like a few months ago. And I was like, it's basically you are in the room, you if you're going through, it's an escape room, like you're going into <laughs> the escape room, you're looking for the keys. And then you have to find the power to put the keys in the in the door and turn the door and open the door into something you don't know about. And she's <laughs> like, I'm going in. And it. And it's like, <laughs> you open the door, it's full light, and you're like, oh, what am I doing? And, like, a lot of people like, i not you close this door, empowerment is fine, let's just stay there. Mm. And, like, so like, most people, it's just, like, if you really are putting the keys on the door, just open it, and just, like, yeah. let it sit out, of like, the whole feelings of what it is to be in power. And in yeah. power is also being vulnerable, feeling all the feels, feeling sadness, feeling fucking like on the top of of the world uh, on the top of the world but everything it could be everything in a split second it's yeah everything which is i
0: love how how beautifully like illustrated that like that liberation really takes again ovaries or whatever it is (laughs) it take eyes i don't know (laughs) or eyes like it takes like an open heart and like just courage to go into those depths of yourself that you're afraid to to look at like we were even talking about before we recorded how um there's someone who does a podcast where people are naked and you're yeah. like yeah I don't I don't mind being naked and how there's a part where it's like Ooh. Mm-hmm. for me for me as well I love to just be free and be naked and be you know even on the podcast right now, like, you know, I'm not very wearing very many clothes, but like on the internet and out in person when I'm walking, I tend to cover up my body because it feels unsafe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like something bad is going to happen to me mm. and i and I know that it comes from, like, you know, past things in relationships that I need to process. And that's like recently come up where I'm like, oh, <laughs> Okay, here's where it started.
1: (laughs) And I do feel there is another layer that's for every woman, Mm -hmm. which is all about to do with the men gaze.
0: Oh, yes. Let's please talk about that. I haven't talked about that on this podcast in a while.
1: (laughs) men gaze is it's it's hard for like and I you, if you'd never heard about me the hard word it never come it's very very rarely you see it that like you're going to hear me or I'm going to write that because I, I have done a lot of work around that but it's hard because the man gate is also being like in the, the position of like you might just by being there ignite sexual rising to someone else's without mm. doing anything. Yeah. And this is deemed like we have been conditioned to really know this is sa- unsafe. It's like it's been for generation. We need to cover up because men cannot control themselves. And it's kind of like the men gaze is the worst thing that could happen to you because you're like, "Oh my god, I did not cover enough." And it's the and it comes back to and I know it's probably going to be a a hard word to say again but it's kind of coming back from the the culture the rap culture someone gets mm. someone yeah. like someone took over some women a, a women the women power which is lying into her womb her sacral and mm-hmm. it's like "What were you wearing what did exactly you with this current situation can you tell me yeah <laughs> like, i don't get it <laughs> yeah
0: so mm. And what's really, what's really the issue here that most people don't like to talk about, and like I totally get it. It's totally triggering, is recognizing that men have a lot of like blocks with being able to feel, being able to like, like they have a lot of, they have a lot of freedoms. Yes. But there's certain freedoms that they don't have, or there's certain like kind of like, standards and stereotypes that they have that breeds this behavior of treating women in a way that's not respectful which is so ironic because when you when you dive into your own sexual healing work um I don't know how your experience is with that but from me like diving into my own sexual healing stuff completely changed my view on what sex was and I'm like whoa wow (laughs) <laughs> like it's this beautiful artistic spiritual thing but my whole life I was taught it was like, like yeah I don't even
1: it. let's put it yeah, this way exactly, exactly. Like, and town is like nah it's not really that <laughs>
0: I, I mean it's... it could be that if like you're feeling a certain way and that but that's okay. like one aspect of like so many different layers and beautiful like and that again takes a like a bravery and a courage to open that door, to mm. be raw, to be vulnerable. You can't have a sexual experience like that if you're not open and raw and
1: vulnerable. Oh my gosh, I love that conversation. Like I did not <laughs> expect it to go this way, but I'm like, right? I'm all your so Like, where are we going? Um, yeah, and I, I don't like. We all are our own level, like we we cannot measure what level of sexual healing we are, um, at the end of the day. But like mm-hmm. personally, like when you were saying, I was like, Yeah, like my my Yoni introduced herself like a couple of weeks ago and she has a name and it's the most random name ever. And <laughs> like when I said it to my friend, it was like, That's so random like she's like, No, that's does not lit up Jessica and she was, like, Who's Jessica? <laughs> I was <laughs> like, This is her down down here. I was like, What are you saying? And again, it's just, it's fun. Like, you know, and some people was like, what are you doing? What is it? Like, and it's just the name that came to me. And uh, maybe because of the psychic abilities, like, she kept saying that. And every time I say the word, it's just like, ding, ding, ding. And I was like, okay, there is something there. (laughs) Um, But, you know, when you were saying about, like, the... um, the sexual empowerment is well, like the sexual empowerment is the first step, but then it's being in full power of the of, of sexual self, which is mm-hmm. it's sacred. Like the biggest thing that we are, yeah. we like I'm seeing in the world what's happening as well in the, like in the modeling it's really changing of like, instead of like, this is just sex or it's just self pleasure or whatever. It's a sacred rendezvous with you. It's a sacred discovery of who you are. And like this, for me, the sexual power is also realizing that your body is talking to you. And not just the yoni side. Every part of your skin Mm, has something mm -hmm. to tell you. And the thing is, when you treat it well, it's going to be treating you even better. Yeah. And it's just this is very a super turn-on thing (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's true you need that like relationship with yourself on that level before you can have that same thing with other people and then, where do we go from here (laughs)
1: like the, the thing is that like maybe some people is like how do you start and I'm like it depends where you are in the world like i'm personally in europe so it's not really common but like i know in australia it's pretty pretty big um Mm. it's like kind of going into women's circle first of all like and i know in europe like circles are very it's everywhere looking for women's circle where you can come and just talk and the thing is when you are lying in around the circle if you come with the intention i'd love to heal this some, mm-hmm. If you don't take the voice, someone in the circle will voice it out for you mm. and you realize that you're not the only one and they were going to share their stories and then you're going to feel called to share your story. And this is how we mend and how we really heal the sisterhood and we heal our own self, sexual um, heal, like wounds and everything. So... Um, that's coming to for me would be the first thing i would i would say to to a woman there just like how do i do that like that sounds interesting or like hell no but like there is a, like yeah. hell no but you know this should be the per, the first step to do but I know I have um i have a friend that she's also one in my podcast which which um she's in Australia but she does yoni massage mm-hmm yoni massage is like literally having someone massaging your yoni and the outside and the inside which is very could be very triggering for a lot of women but it's also in the ancient world that was the women uh initiation because we have like mm. men has kind of level of initiation like for a long time they were going hunting or they had to work live by themselves for a few days blah 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 and women had their own activation their own initiation into you no longer a girl you are becoming a woman and the yoni massage were that activation of like this is the part that is sacred and you need to know what it does mm, yeah because you're not letting anyone like coming in like this you are sacredly yeah. choosing and then that was kind of the it, throughout the year like throughout the world with like the mm, Kind of, I don't like this word, so I'm not going to use it. But like the men trying to overpower women, mm. you heard is the word with the P. But I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't subscribe to that word. Um, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, it's it's been kind of like trying to muzzle a lot of the power of women, and power of women is always is usually lying into between our legs. Let's be honest. Um, we are a vessel, a reception. Mm-hmm. we are being designed to receive mm-hmm. and it's just you know and with like you know you shouldn't be doing anything around here it's like basically you're not allowed to receive anything mm. or it needs to be in a pain in in a painful emotionally or physically um and that's normal which is mm. not let be it this way that was a heavy subject but <laughs> 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 but yeah, saying that is the it, they like there is a a big a, a big part of the um, of the initiation that is happening now, mm-hmm. like the initiation like i'm not I'm not saying you should go and book yourself a yoni massage if you're like,' hell, no, that's not going to work for you, but it's just just knowing it is it's just yeah. a seed that's been planted and you like might be exploring another way of of exploring your sexuality um in. On your by yourself or with others, and I don't need I don't mean going and masturbating in front of everyone, however, (laughs) that's also a circle that exists many, many ones in the world. Um, but it's not for everyone, you know. Let's put it this (laughs)
0: way, yeah. You have to be ready for that, like emotionally, spiritually. Mm -hmm. Because if you do that before you're ready, then that's trauma violation, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You're traumatizing yourself,
1: yeah, Mm, yeah, definitely, but yeah. yeah. It's the, um, that's kind of like when we were talking about sexual, like power is like, that's what's one of the big things, but like the, um, usually, and I don't know about you and, but my sexual empowerment that turned into power did not happen the first thing. My spiritual awakening came way before Mm -hmm. this part of my body were, okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's the same thing for you,
0: yeah, me too. I had a spiritual awakening in like when I was like twenty four because of mm-hmm. yoga and breathwork. Mm-hmm. And the sexual awakening honestly happened last year. So very new still for mm-hmm. me. And like that's all that's like, in my opinion and in my life experience, when you have a spiritual awakening, like it's not just that time. Like if you stay curious and you stay, on this path of like you know i'm curious about this i'm gonna learn about that i'm curious about that and you like stay open to signs that the universe gives you then mm-hmm. you're gonna have spiritual awakening after spiritual awakening after spiritual
1: awakening you ready <laughs> buckle up <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> yeah I should have brought popcorn <laughs> oh yeah <Mm-mm. laughs> be ready it you'll probably be our movies at some level sometimes but yeah I agree with you and um my my personal sp- uh, like the first step of my awakening was in 2017 when Christmas Eve or whatever Christmas holidays I was in a car park and I was reversing mm-hmm. very very slowly and I very very slowly bumped into someone else's car but like it was just like touch it it was like it was just like Uh oh i went too far it was like not you know kind of like nothing like and i didn't know the person the guy was in the car and this guy got bonkers a family man got bonkers and and started attacking me (gasps) and blocked me to get out so I couldn't I couldn't leave um and I was opening I opened my window and it came into my car and I thought it took my car keys because you know when that happened you're like it's all red you cannot really think through Mm. it just like run for your life you cannot run okay um fight like you know just kind of play dead for your life he's coming at you so what is the next thing it's like you know going after your life like just going in fight I did not fight physically but it went kind of like energetic like big boof and I was like, I left this. Like nothing happened. The guy, like he was with his wife. So I, I do suppose they were fighting. And when that happened, it was like the fight moved to me. Mm. Um, and it's just, it was a, a very triggering experience. And I was like, I lost me. And I was like, what happened there? I just mm. never want to feel like that ever again in my life. So I started therapy. Mm-hmm. Which we healed in one session, this iteration, but it's just like I, I kept, like, nothing happened. The guy was not injured or anything like that, but I kept running home and I said, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail. I just don't know what. And I was like calling my partner, I'm going to jail. Why? And he's like, because I nearly run over him. I was like, because my head, I was like, run over him. And like, I never did this. But I was like, the whole, yeah. that, just that thing is like, what if I drop into that voice? And I was like, I don't want to be that person. And, you know, in full, like when doing the work and therapy, the big thing that happened and showed up was like, yes, you were in your reptilian brain. You got attacked. Mm. You tried to leave. You couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. You tried to play dead. It came at you. So what mm-hmm. did you have? All the choice you had to. You had to fight,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the fight response was really scared, like scared me because I was like, I don't want to be in a fighting mode like this ever in my life. But this was my first iteration of awakening. Mm. But it was the unintentional one. It's kind of the crack of like, oh, if I actually retrace what happened, that was kind of that was the first something yeah. is can be changed you know mm-hmm. and and then like the biggest one were when i gave birth to my first daughter
0: i saw that in your instagram oh, like how that yeah. was an, an initiation like you have a place where you're like yeah. yeah
1: such a deep initiation and in a sense i don't wish it to anyone but at the end of the day yeah. that might happened, and um, you just into like the big thing is was like i got this my soul need, knew that it was my my initiation that it was what, what was needed for me to seek for deeper meaning in my life mm-hmm. because I was like okay what's happening there I was like mm-hmm. I gave birth to my daughter and I, I kept saying to everyone I gave my birth in the emergency section which was very traumatic to me just to side out for anyone that is listening but mm-hmm. um I was like If I did not have her with me, I was like, am I even a a mom? And I was telling that everyone that all my friends that don't, I didn't have a crazy amount of friends that had kids, but I was like, I know I am a mom. That's kind of a no, but don't feel like I'm a mom. I love this baby, Mm
0: -hmm. but there
1: is something missing. Mm. And it took me five months and a half and go to a three day retreat to give birth to her energetically like I'm saying I used to say mentally, but that was not really the case in like that yeah. and at the full release of like, oh my God, I'm a mother yeah. because my whole body was designed to be like you're going to give birth to her naturally naturally and did not happen. Yeah. so my whole my whole thing was like you fail. The mm. only thing you were supposed to do, you couldn't do it. you were such a failure. and I'm actually even telling you that I was like, I didn't even realize those words at the time, but you fail, like, you know, you are designed to give birth through the canal and you didn't. Mm. And it's just like, that was the first, like the going, giving her to birth to her. And then that would be my first step of like the initiation of the my sexual empowerment was like 2019, like 2019. Yeah. When I actually had a healing session around my womb because that I had so much anger. (laughs)
0: Right Mm -hmm? on time before the pandemic
1: yeah um yeah that was another initiation isn't it um yeah, but... for all of us but <laughs> that was the best one I I yeah. know I might I might be a weirder one but <laughs> yeah I
0: I agree like I I know that so many people you know lost family Don't members mm. well, not I lived in New York City in the beginning of the pandemic so like <gasps> I actually knew people who who passed away And it was really scary, but like that for me, at least, and I know for a lot of people freed me from needing to work for someone else because it really showed me like, hey, this job that you have here in New York City where you're making the most money you've ever made before, it's not stable either. Mm. So you might as well stop waiting to start your business, which is what I always really wanted to do and you might as well do it now you know and it was such a also just the the invitation to have nothing on my schedule was great
1: best thing ever and I know like I know like as you were saying there is people that like have another story but like personally at the beginning I, I got fed with the fear you know, mm. I was like, I was like in very deep fear and then at some point I was like, what am I doing? I never watch news. What am I changing this for? Uh. <laughs> and I came back to stopping watching news and like withdrawing from it. And I was like, I actually feel better, like not to have to be conscious of this. It's just like, I don't need to have this in my mind all the time and being reminded of it all the time. and the idea of like for me was the biggest initiation was everyone is at home with the kids anyway and Mm. like you know if i don't want to do anything i don't have to do anything but also if i do something and my kids are roaring in the background that's life and like i only had one child at the moment at the time but it's just the whatever because for a really long time there was like a big stigma around like like you need to be doing some that weird level of nine to five, even though you were in business for yourself, but because you have kids, mm. you should not show that you're a mother because mm. you're business women before, first and foremost, when you're in your business, which I don't believe that is, but it's just the yeah. big thing around the whole, the full ownership, like the full 360 of like, this is the whole me and you like, I am home with my kids, so whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're not liking it I just can't change that <laughs> so yeah that has been a very deep change and the ownership of like yeah like i have a schedule and my schedule is around my kids so i'm not i'm not saying i'm don't want to work with you it's just this is the way it has to be if you want to work with me which mm-hmm. is so different than before Of like the person would be saying i can't do this then and you're like oh, that doesn't really suit me but okay Mm, and now like no my days are those days and you know i'm i am either way i honor your decision but yeah i just don't need to be working around someone else's schedule and again i'm not saying i'm not going to be accommodating because sometimes you know the person also have kids and it's not accommodating to them so we'll find out but there is a lot of things that We don't voice out. We're not coming in. um, Like someone comes and just jump in the middle of your week and you're like, I actually didn't want to work that week. (laughs) Yeah. Because... Yeah. cycle like we were talking about cycle before we did the rec- uh, recording and like you have a week of the month you're like yeah you kind of need to integrate that week and mm-hmm. you're like actually that does not sit well on my calendar of that week that I cannot be around people mm-hmm. <laughs> not because you're angry or anything like that, it's just like your body is shutting down so you need to honor that and at something like before the pandemic there is a lot of women who would be like okay that doesn't suit me but like Oh, well, I do it, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, this week is already fully booked. Even like it's fully booked with me. And I, how about the next week? Mm-hmm. And this is powering again. Mind drop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it like you show up better in your business and for the people that you're like serving or even just recording a podcast with. If you're honoring yourself first and foremost, because then on the energetic side... Like when you're on the call, you're bringing like excitement and you're like, yay, I'm happy to be here instead of being Mm -hmm. like,
1: oh, fuck, I gotta, all right, let me put a smile on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that doesn't work for me. Definitely not. But, you know, I know it's your podcast, but there is something that I chatted with you yesterday that you Mm -hmm. share on your stories.
0: Mm, Yes, I'm actually... Yeah, I actually was thinking about that because that that goes along kind of with what -hmm. you were just saying about like there used to you used to feel this kind of like pressure and stigma to like if you're a business owner and you're a mom that you have to hide that you're a mom. And what I shared about on my story was basically about how business and all of life really is all about human relating. Mm. and part of why I shared that was because that's like something that I'm kind of working through at the moment and so I guess I'll, I'll just say what it was drop <laughs> for it for the listeners <laughs> <Do this. laughs> so I was kind of reflecting on um, how a lot of coaches on Instagram at least sound the same and they mm. kind of push this narrative of like make 10k a month and like this is how you make 10k a month here's my strategy for 10k a month and just like 10k a month is fucking everywhere like everyone and their mother is throwing up this 10k a month vomit yeah (laughs) and as a new business owner during the pandemic that's what I saw so I'm like okay I didn't even realize that I just like subconsciously was like all right that has to be my goal I guess Mm. (laughs) And I think that's not a good goal for everyone. And for for me, at least, and people who can relate to, like, what I'm currently experiencing in my embodiment, in my life, I think it's more helpful to focus on connections with humans and focus on, like, when I sit and talk with other women or when I sit and DM people, when I try to share my services with people, when I just try to relate to other people, what is there? What's showing up in my body? What is that anxiety coming up in my throat that's preventing me from seeing my offering with like energy? You know, I've seen I've seen a few people and I've done it, too. Like when I look back at my stories from like two years ago, I'm like oh, I can. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Oh, hire me for your
1: website. Okay, bye. (laughs) No, I get it. I I love that conversation. I I could could speak about that for for a very (laughs) good amount of hours, um. And I am I'm exactly where you are at a very deep level of the. That's kind of like my my current process is like the unlearning of yeah. Yeah. and I'm, I'm not going to be sure to call that because you know it's like it's working for everyone and I truly and I'm going to be going further than yours and I probably be going to be hit for that but this is still masculine energy trying to trick you in the feminine energy. It's all about the receiving and everything but this is the by me consciousness is mm. like anything needs to go by me to get the result and mm. this is a non-sustainable way because exactly. You know, you were saying like 10k this, 10k that, but like how many time you want a genuinely a beautiful network over Facebook? Let's say you and like people I ask you to be friends, and the first message they say it, it's pitching you already. Oh, and oh. like I have this, but <laughs> yeah, I like I have blah 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 to make six figure or 10k blah, and I'm like, okay darling, let's just sit down. Open Calm your down. phone to me. Yeah, open your heart to me. Let's mm-hmm. just be sisters first and mm-hmm. foremost, and then I see if I like if I'm interested in your service. Have you I responded to someone in that way? Have uh, you responded to someone in that way? Nope. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> most of the time they come with the big masculine energy, which, okay. if you were to come in the full feminine, they will not understand. So it's it's mm-hmm. also around that. Like the thing is. Did I not do that? Actually, I probably did. I probably did. But there is is I'm curious, me, like how someone would respond to that. <laughs> I, keep I, I keep you posted. I keep you posted. I do okay. this exercise for you. Okay. Um, but it's the um, it's the big like. I think it's just like it's the the very skewed idea, and it's not about the online world. It's the business world that. I don't know if you ever, like, because you started online, so you may never have been on a real uh, networking event, the old style one around the table and like doing this pitch and everything. Yeah. This is what you learn, a business goal, like, you know, the business, mm. like street school, because you go and you you just take the boat and you just go start selling and you're looking at everyone else and you're like, okay, that should be the way. And you learn to present yourself in a selling way. Mm. I'm like Ugh. I am this person and I help this person to make to do this this uh, to achieve this result. Instead of like hi how are you what are you doing where are you from yeah. and all over do you this. value like, know, like what's you know yeah. like what's popping I don't know um I don't know why this I said that but it's the like it's the big deeper connection and I had you know you were saying did I say that to someone I don't think I did really but like I had someone um that came you know i added her on instagram on um, facebook and i kept mm-hmm. seeing her message on on my feed and i was like okay 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 and at what point i was like okay i cannot sustain her message this is mm. too 3d and too masculine for me so i i removed her but she i did not block her i just removed her and she kept insisting sliding into my dms like that's the real thing like sliding into my dms and i keep like I keep removing and not answering. And yet last time she sent me a GIF like, Hey there, have you seen me? And I was like, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. And like, you you do not understand the realness of what, what this is about. We're not doing a business transaction. We need to come back to what is the most important things in the world is going yeah. to have a heart to heart connection. It's exactly. mending the bridge of the idea that we all separated. Mm, so good you know (laughs) but when you get to that like there is people that are not ready for it yet they need to like i i you probably in my podcast i talk about this a lot but it's um i never remember his name but the the book is about it's called the second mountain and there's a lot of the model like the the coaching model industry even though I don't like the word industry but that really models the first mountain which is fame power and money Mm. it's kind of like I go 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 to the top of the mountain and you know some people will go up the top of the mountain and one point just going something and they feel empty and they go in the valley but some of us will go in the mid like gravitate a little bit middle way of the first mountain and you're like yeah that's not it you get hit or whatever and you go in the in the valley and you go before you really feel fully empty but the thing is the first mountain is a a mountain that you are conquering you are uh, like in full force climbing Mm. this and then when you go in the valley the second mountain takes you it conquers you and it's the, the whole spiritual awakening and all of that. And, you know, like how many people that you've seen that were like, I don't know, it's probably not a thousand, but like if you see even Will Smith, I know like he has a, you know, some of a, like weird things happened the last few months. But if you look at Will Smith, Will Smith was a very, very successful man. He had loads of money. And at some point, I was like, I'm fucking empty. What's happening? He went to Peru, got ayahuasca, and now he's the full spiritual person. Again, when you're spiritual, doesn't mean you cannot be doing silly things that happens. But if you're still falling, it's it like, what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't he know that like about it. He had him. everything, and huh. he didn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, when when the focus is just on numbers instead of like, real people that are going to be there for you to witness you to hold you Mm. for you to also witness for like how you mentioned before like this is why the sister circles are so important for women like we need we need that consistency of connection to first of all like how you said if you can if you come to a sister circle with an intention and you are you like don't have the courage to say it someone else is going to say it because 100
1: percent because yeah, the because universe we're is, like, all one source. yeah and source always listen because we are one we are like you mm-hmm. are just the mirror of someone else's so if you come with a a deep intention and you don't need to be like holding the faith like i need to keep this in my mind you just set the intention even before you go into the room i desire to heal this or i desire to hear about that but i'm mm-hmm. not strong enough please show me I guarantee you someone will talk about it in the circle. And you're probably yeah. going to cry because it's going to be a very emotional moment and be like, oh my God, what's happening here? You know, and it, we're going to talk about man, and that will be people that I manifested it. You did not manifest it, mm. you created it, mm. which is the deeper level of manifestation. Actually, mm. we never manifest anything. And that's mm. hard for many, many of us. Like, even for me, I was like, what do you mean? what I'm not manifesting things no I'm creating it
0: so what what do you, would you say is the difference between creating
1: it and manifesting it mm, that's a very good question <laughs> manifestation is still lying in the 3d consciousness I don't know like I don't know how spiritual your uh, your uh, listener like the podcast listener are but like 3d consciousness is more it's the to me like there is a book talking about that. It's called the four. It has four levels, but for me, there is three levels in one, and then there is the the next step. Like let's put this way, like the the full energetics of things. But when you come back to the uh, the consciousness level, is like in the 3D level, you have the to me everything happens to me. Like mm. you know, like everything is poor me, blah blah blah. You know, you you can't. It's everything is dark. Nothing can change. Whatever and then at some point you get like a glimpse of like okay let's do it and you go to the binary me consciousness that we talked about a little bit before which is not sustainable like they're they are mm-hmm. like okay i'm going and going and going the masculine the doing and the doing and the doing and like and as you were saying about the 10k let's have that focus of the 10k and this is not sustainable like it can be sustained for like some level of uh, of time for some of us, but at the end of the day, most people that do that at some point they stop because mm. it's not sustainable. So yeah, they change the way, you know, they yeah. they just like that's not working. But then when you are like and you, when you go in the buy me, you're kind of listening. It's like there prob there must be another way. So you kind of like starting and dabbing into manifestation, like manifesting um, a car space in front of the mm. shop. And all of those little things, like manifesting, manifesting. And I'm not like it's not like I'm not saying it does not exist. it's it's the same thing, but that's the next level of manifestation when you realize that this is still three d because mm. manifestation is it's actually happening, it's happening happening through me. So it's kind of a fluke thing. You're like, Meh. yeah, you know it's happening through me. So like I'm manifesting a car like a car space, but mm. next time may not, kind of like it's still a kind of like, yeah moving from by me and through me which is or really the through me is usually kind of a a fluke thing it's just like oh yeah i just don't know what happened (laughs) yeah and then when Mm -hmm. you kind of like dabbing into the 5d consciousness 5d consciousness the full connection with source realizing that we are all one and we are the creator of everything we see and we do and whatever um and it's it's hard to understand and grasp at some level as well and it's it's hard on the heart as well sometimes let's put it this way um but the like 5d consciousness is like the creator consciousness is as me which just means that everything that happens you have created it Mm, i can see why that is difficult for you know because we were talking about yeah in, at the beginning of this mm-hmm. of this call, we were talking about power and you know, men gaze and everything. It's just like it's like it's kind of or you know mm-hmm. the RP the R word. Let's put it this way, but like it's the there's like how do can you tell me this like I made that happen to me. Mm. And again, I'm, I'm I'm saying this is the levels and I'm like, I'm definitely dabbing into the 5D consciousness, but I'm not fully integrated in that because this part of me, this part of the creator consciousness still rings very deep wound around and trauma mm. and unfairness of yeah. things, let's put it this way. Yeah. But this is kind of the idea.
0: I read something recently that kind of... I guess, answered the question of like, why would I create all this bad, quote, bad things mm. that happen to me? And in the book, he said that the things that happen in your life that are like a contraction, like a, or like a fear or, or anything like that, that your higher self creates it for you to be pointed to what's actually true and what's actually real. And Mm. in this book, it's called Busting Loose from the Money Game. Like, it's a, have you read that book? It's really good. It's really good. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's like a a book that's supposed to be about like money and money mindset. But it's really about like just everything, (laughs) everything. And Mm. he talks about how like when these things happen in life that are like contractive and like scary and, and, you know feel like they're bad or negative then that's the moment for you to fully feel like let's say it's fear fully feel the fear and amplify it and then come to the realization like I am creating this like there's so Mm -hmm. much power in this fear that I am making which means I am fucking powerful Mm -hmm. and he also talks about how like as we're going on in this life we're kind of living in like a hologram mm. and everything you know around us like we're like we're creating it everything people say to us is like
1: 100 yeah it's oh like
0: gosh. it's it's a mind-blowing book it's so good I actually want to start a book circle for it in October
1: yes I'm here I'm there yes. I'm like yes. yes I love that <laughs> those kind of good, books I'm like book. I'm subscribed like on <laughs> Um, it's already red. No, I'm kidding. But like, you know, it's just (laughs) in that level, but yeah. And, you know, giving an idea, like an image of things that sometimes because people It's it's sometimes hard to uh, to grasp it. So I like as a psychic, I see image. But like I'm going, if you were to understand about you creating things, how many times have you been looking for something, and you purse like you were sure hundred percent it was not on the table, and you come back five minutes ago and it's exactly where you thought it was, but you didn't see it last time, (laughs) because it actually changed quantum field. It actually shifted like maybe. 80 degrees or whatever, and it's out of sight, but it's still there. It's in another plane, and just I like this morning was like no, this afternoon I was looking for my tea um, leaf stuff, like you know, to put my loose leaf in it, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's there. I'm looking at, it. I'm like looked at it, like exactly where it was. It was not there. I just turned <laughs> my head. I put it. I put my head again. It was. It was just there. It's like. No one touched it. That's not even possible. <laughs> and I was like, "You were not there two seconds ago." I can't vouch yeah. for it. It's just yeah. the, the biggest, the, the weirdest thing ever. But it's just um, yeah. Is I'd love to read this book. It, it feels like it's a, it's my, it's the my my new my new book definitely. Yeah, my cool. nightstand book. That's the word. Um, I'm but yeah, it's talk just talk about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing that we are talking about that, and it's getting louder. And we, a lot of people are going away from that and, yeah. um, it's unsettling for a lot of, a lot of people because that's Un-centering. also. Hmm? Uncentering you said? Unsettling. Yeah. And unsettling. Oh, unsettling, unsettling because you like going into the more feminine way, mm. really, really deeply requires to surrender. And like mm-hmm. the verse was like, well, how do you do this? First of all, but it, and the, there is so many deeper understanding of the surrendering and like the, the being mm-hmm. I, I was with a, a client of mine over the week and cracked open in front of us, like the deep, deep awakening in front of us. And I was like, wow, like the amount of like, she was crying, not. Because she was sad, there was like that deep level of grief of what? What did I do, right mm-hmm. now? Mm. What did I? Why did I choose choose that route? And again, everyone's wake like awake at some point in their life. It could be at eighteen, it could be at ten, it could be at forty five, or it could be at like ninety. Doesn't like you know, and it's fine. It was meant to be this way, but it's yeah. just the the amount of like, oh my god. I now grasp the idea of what is surrendering. I don't know Mm. how to do it. I grasp the idea and it's just like. It's like how I do that. (laughs) It's like, you don't need to know how it's like what? (laughs) But yeah, it's the it's it's a beautiful field that we are in. I, Mm. I like I genuinely know that. It's the most beautiful thing like beautiful field we are in um and you were pioneers
0: yeah in this field wow yeah i didn't even realize that
1: (laughs) you know because like you yesterday your message was like we all like obsessing it's not the word that you said but like let's just like you we're all obsessing about making the 10k Mm -hmm. let's just like in terms of a logical side like if you make 10K and you have an expenses of 10K every month, you're making zero. Let's be like, let's be fully transparent there as well. Mm-hmm. But they also just going after the money. It's leading yourself to emptiness because yeah. you are like, you're not doing the relation, the real relationship. You're just expecting the check. Yeah. Instead of expecting the love exchange, the, con- the soul contract exchange. Yeah. And to me right now in this current paradigm is money is the way to exchange service for time or whatever. But if this was tomorrow, like there were no more money, what we will be trading off? Love for love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the thing is when we are expecting the check, we're not in a loving relationship.
0: Yeah, that's so true
1: you know and this is
0: yeah.
1: it takes it takes both to own that yeah again ovaries boobs whatever <laughs> um but yeah it's yeah it's it's a big subject that star is touching, which is beautiful i'm excited for this new chapter of the humanity um but it's sometimes it's super super new so we yeah. don't even know we're still downloading the information like it's still integrating those so we kind of like yeah we see the big picture but there is no words for it yet mm-hmm. humanity hasn't caught up with whatever is with whatever is coming
0: <laughs> so yeah yeah and what's wild too is like there's what about eight billion people on this planet and all these different people wow an hour already went by
1: yes Our, also, how are you admit, on time my, my computer said do not disturb it's 10 p.m here
0: <laughs> how are how are you on time do you want to keep going
1: <laughs> um, i'm i'm good on the evening i'm always i'm always flexible okay. so that's the reason i love um, doing evening ones mm. awesome good okay <laughs> um
0: what i was gonna say floated away
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i have it and i can't see it oh
0: Oh, I'm remembering it. I'm remembering it. A vision of different planets, like just little planets came to my mind. And that's how I remembered Mm -hmm. it. Because yes, we're here and we're like, you know, seeing that there's this like big shift and big awakening coming. But what's mind blowing to think about is like there are people who this isn't even on their radar. Like going back to the thing of where our consciousness is creating our reality, like there are people on this planet who live in a completely different reality than we do they have no idea about the male gaze they have no idea about coming into union with people they have no idea what it's like to not live in scarcity and to like surrender because they're so in it because there's so much conditioning everywhere you know in media even in language i've noticed throughout this conversation there are certain words where you're like industry and then you're like, I don't really like that word. Or you're like the thing where men take over, it starts with a P, but I don't really like that word. I love how intentional you are with that because um, I think words and the way we use English or whatever language you speak mm-hmm. is also a part of integrating and and conditioning us. Like for example, mm-hmm. in in North Korea, there's no word for love. There's oh no my word god, for love. Isn't that so in my, sad? My socks. Oh my god! No. There's no word for love there. There's an activist that I that I follow. I don't remember her name.
1: Oh my gosh! And like I'm I'm utterly shocked. I just don't know why. I just the uh, not even yeah, to but... be able to define this this feeling.
0: Yeah, and you look at the culture there, and and when you learn about how certain words don't exist in that that place, you see like, oh, okay, the language is also being used to keep people stuck there because they don't know, I
1: don't even think there's a word for freedom there or liberty or... It's it's the same thing about like the, what really made women, like the the rise of the, the, f- the future is female, let's put it this way. It's also mm. about the the full uh, the full fight, even though it's not a fight, but like the more the request of like make it if making as much people as possible as literate as possible. And I'm not mm. saying you like everything on the books are amazing, but knowing how to read gives you the words. Yeah. Knowing how to read gives you like the word. If you read the word "love," but you don't know what that means. You could go to someone and like, can you describe that to me? Can you explain what is that? And then that just like your mind is just going to craft something like a little, little things like, okay, love means this, this, this. And you could feeling this, like, like that, and that makes something. And it's the Mm -hmm. same thing when you learn a new language. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm my English is not my native uh, language. I'm, I'm actually in French. So I had to learn all of those words that I'm talking with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: didn't know, know them even 15 years ago. So I had to learn those.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And understand what they mean and the feeling around them and all of these. So but I, like, I'm shocked by North Korea, to be honest, but I yeah. definitely get you It's just that it's a pressure, a pressure point, What you don't know, you cannot know. It's the big, yeah. Thing, you know, yeah, and it's like a blind
0: spot in your consciousness. Yeah, like you don't, you don't know have... it, and you don't know that you don't know it.
1: <laughs> you don't know. You might feel it, but there is no word to express it. So mm-hmm. it's, there is like, okay, it's kind of what we were talking about. Like the I was like, it's like the what is where are we going? There is so many things that we we feeling it, but there is no words for it. So it's kind of hard to just sit down. I was like, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> where there is nothing to talk about, we don't have the words for it. So how can we talk about that? And but there was another thing that would come into my mind, but I can't remember. So that was not meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, the P word. <laughs> I I do feel like the reason why I'm like, again, like you were saying like highlighting you, like me not like saying I'm not using that word is because I, I, I heard it probably too much mm. and I heard it in the, uh, with the feminine wound, the feminine energy wound. Mm-hmm. Which it's kind of blaming everything on the P. Okay, I'm going mm. to say the word just so, like, in case, like, so talking about patriarchy. <laughs> and that's kind of like, every, like, a lot of people would be blaming me, like, oh, yeah, it's because of the of the patriarchy that women aren't like that. Let's be fully analyzing the world, okay? Mm. Women were raising children men and like boys and girls so even though we're talking of the patriarchy in at every level of the society everyone was involved because mm. they did not know any better wow wow and it's the reason like that for me that like i again i might get some people like what are you doing like you know again, kind of like a rise of of but it's just for me it's just like women like men were going to work women were at home were at home with boys and they were the one modeling what it is to be a, a man mm. A men don't cry this and there was not like even though even I'm sure yeah. that were involved like at some level but most of the time they spent with the siblings and the mom and the women yeah. because they were villages so they were it's the whole society that are mm. responsible for where we are And it's hard to even say that because I'm like, wait, how dare you say that about women and everything. They didn't know any better. So I'm not saying, I'm not telling them this is their fault. It's just they didn't know any better. They were modeling something. They were modeled. So they keep going. Yeah. Because they didn't have the literacy or the thought or the words to realize this is not right. Mm Where we are now, because there were other things to to do. Like we are in the in in the most like it, I know it's going to probably be weird to say that, but it's never been so. We never been so free as women or as human in the world. And I'm not saying everywhere in the world is the same, but yeah, it we never be. It's a golden era for being a human, because most of us. I'm not saying all of us. Have food on the table, have water clean water to drink, and we have enough time to think of like, okay, my basic needs are met. What's next? And like climbing the yeah. ladder of like, uh, like, of empowerment, of of self fulfillment. But at the time, even making dinner we took five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you have time to? Oh, I'm going to listen to an Audible. There were no Audible. <laughs> there were there were no access to that. So, yeah. you know, it's just the whole like we were mo- like people were modeling from other modeling. So it was just like it was huge by the beginning, and it was not just because of men. It was it was the whole society mm. saying that should be the way.
0: Yeah. I've and one time, like, like at that. some
1: point, that cracked, and it was like this is not working. Yeah. got reverse of everything and then gone back to kind of a, a more mix of both and then got like very more strict again and it just bright. And again, it's like the second mountain talks about that in the 50s, in even more in, in the US, even more. It's like people were living in the neighborhood. They were going to the same shop. They were like, they were doing everything together. And it was like, mm. oh, that's a beautiful thing. At some point, people was like, actually... It's at some level like we fo- we so empty because there is no individualism. So yeah. from that that shifted to from the we are all in this together to individualism, mm. and that was a beautiful thing, until certain point. Like individualism yeah. get get more, uh, women uh, the power we have now. That helped so much. That helped the um, reducing the racism. All of that, you mm-hmm. know, um, like giving a, giving a voice to everyone. Yeah. But it went to a point that is actually we are at the, at the end of that. It's what's happening at the moment is the climbing of the 10K by individualism. Yeah. Instead of like, actually, is there another way to be fulfilled without rushing just for the paycheck? but fulfilled by the, the interaction, the relationship that I have. And of course we are in the paradigm that it's still sustained. We need to be sustained by money. So that's the, but it's an energetic exchange and not a paycheck. exchange. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it does, they do not vibrate at the same level mm-hmm. and you're going to get found out if you try to just say that you want relationship and you just want the paycheck. Yeah yeah it's going to be very hard for you and I am not use that word very lightly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I love I the thoughts your kind of conversation tonight I'd say. yeah I love it
0: I love like I've never thought about it that way that it was like everyone but it, it makes total sense it makes total sense and then when you say that like we've never been so free I agree with you and like my soul kind of has this really distant connection to like long time ago living in tribes and I feel like we might have been more free then but I don't know like we would never know you know yeah, like a time I where you. like women and right. children were like in the center of lifestyle oh, you're, you're 100% you know?
1: right on that for sure I have like distant. I say- Mm-hmm. go ahead my apologies to drop the two, <laughs> two. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I have
0: distant memories of that and I always have and I only recently learned that that was actually real and I'm just like what
1: <laughs> how it did I know is, is deep oh yeah we talked about that last time <laughs> we, we connected did. I think we did yeah yeah and I I agree with you when I was saying like the more the more free is more free of thoughts is like more mm-hmm. the idea of like we can go deep into subject that really interest us going into okay, i got you like that's the more like the, for mean. me it's the free yeah, like instead it's of... that that level mm. of like we have food on the table so we have we have the space the mind space to be able to assess our spirituality assess this and assess that but the thing is yeah. in tribe the food the water and everything was provided so they were they had and they had a very big pillar of spirituality they had wisdom keepers they had like and women were wisdom keepers in in that in in that iteration and again I'm coming back to this book because it's just so good but it, it was talking about that when you know when um the Europeans came over to uh, America before it was the. US um, and they were the Native Americans there mm-hmm. people were kept prisoner. You know, but like European got prisoner by the tribes, like, you know, the native American tribes. And when the European came and went to save them, quote unquote, they run with the natives. Mm. They run with them. Like, just you saved us, but we don't want to be with you. We want to be with them. Because that was that level of community. And we were talking about the one consciousness. Like, in, in even in the native American level of things, like, there is... More than just the masculine and the feminine, there is the fluidity of both, mm. which is like integrating everything. And when we are li- in, the, when we're living in a society that integrates everything, men is not hardcore. Men is a man, and also women, and also something else. And in moving in through all of that, in fluidity, and I'm mm. not saying they're probably having hardcore men, but you know, it <laughs> yeah. was not the, the the intention of of the tribe and yeah. it was yes it was probably I know not probably it was a beautiful place to be it was not the safest for women at some level as well, but it was yeah a good place.
0: <laughs> yeah I I also uh recently had something shared with me where it brought me to this kind of like thought where that I that I want to share with you mm-hmm. where we were kind of like talking about how women have been, you know, oppressed by the P word (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and how before like in tribes, like it it wasn't like that women foraged as well. And like very interesting what happened was like the plow was invented and agriculture was was invented and the plow was this big, heavy thing that was better for a man to operate because they have Mm. naturally more upper body strength than we do. And so there was this kind of like flip of like power, man like pad- masculine yeah. power. Yeah. yeah, this power flip, and the space we're in now, where women are more liberated than ever, and mm-hmm.
1: where there's just don't this- need upper body strength anymore. Yeah, we don't. Robots do that now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need you it. anymore no I'm kidding I'm not saying that I'm like it's not true that's very feminist like the hardcore feminist we don't need men we do need oh men. yeah that's we not helpful men. at all exactly <laughs> yeah that goes back to the piece
0: of like both both of them is needed yeah. it's not one or the other yeah and that's the problem with a lot of like super feminine spaces like if you're hating on men you're exactly you're exactly the same as the patriarchy but
1: yeah no anyways I agree there is no like <laughs> yeah. if you're not allowing yeah. space for the other energy you're annihilating half of you
0: yeah yeah because we all have feminine and masculine energy yeah. and qualities and characteristics exactly and something I was I was working on saying <laughs> did I
1: cut <call> you again <laughs>
0: no it's all it's all perfect (laughs) (laughs) it's all perfect because I love the way it went here and there and stuff
1: beautiful conversation I love this yeah
0: I'm loving I'm loving this Mm. and um so what I was meaning to say was like this kind of like pressure to stay in a box for so Mm. long you know Mm -hmm. when you look back on the 1950s and and you know go back in like recent history how that kind of like like women couldn't even buy a house a hundred years ago but in this conversation I was having we were talking about how what if this oppression is is the biggest gift we could have ever asked for because we had to oh, I have
1: goosebumps right now because we had to like kind there's of, something coming the drop is going to be huge
0: go ahead <laughs> We kind of had to go underground and into secret and form our own underground communities and not even with each other, with ourselves, too. We had to really go within and find, you know, who who am I? Where does my power actually come from? It doesn't come from the Supreme Court. <laughs> uh-uh. It doesn't come from any type of laws written on a piece of paper. It doesn't come from any words. It comes from your body. And if we didn't have all these years of oppression we wouldn't be in this chapter we're at now where women are being liberated and freed and we're figuring out how how sacred our yonis are and just like all all of this like i feel like i feel like a feeling is coming over me and i'm having a very hard time illustrating the words
1: that's okay <laughs> feel it Feel it all. I feel it as well, and I get you. And uh, at and the same time, I'm getting another message. It's like it was definitely a blessing, but let's be honest. We always been doing it underground.
0: Mm. Women
1: were 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 like when the men were out, they were meeting with each other, like the village. Mm, they weren't yeah. all about like the children. They were like all about like how can we support each other, and that was the only way they could do it. Of like I'm going to help so and so so I could actually get a cup of coffee or not working with her and doing it with the kids but we could get a couple of extra words outside of the society and outside mm. other ears and everything and it's this the reason the thing is we never lost our power it's always been there it's just like it's been it's been covered up by the p <laughs> <laughs> like we covered by the society yeah because of wanting to put people in boxes, as you were saying. And I do feel in Europe, it has been even stronger, like in that level, like I'm European, so I'm no better in that sense. The Catholic church mm. has been the worst thing that could have ever happened in Europe, but at the same time, probably the best blessing because mm. we don't know everything yet. Yeah. You know? It yeah, we don't just know where this is about all it. You leading know, it's just to... like it's wanting to rule out everything because as you were saying, it's not Supreme court and everything like this level, of like a Catholic religion has been all about ruling everything so you didn't have to think and keeping you in the box of like, you are a poor sinner mm. until you redempt yourself every single whatever week uh, and you are keeping yourself small. And I'm like, I got that huge, big, like slap in the face. And it was weird because that was happening when my grandpa passed away in 2017. Um, I It was the last time I went to church and I, I never like really went to church, but like that was like, it never really was religious or anything like that. But it's kind of like the thing you do in this place and like, you know, in the north of France and the priest kept saying that we poor sinners we lost lambs and I was like like that's kind of I can, now telling you that it's probably my first very big awakening was like I'm not lost I'm not a lamb I'm not poor I'm like all of those things like this is it I'm never putting my foot ever again in a church this is it um it's just the big thing of like and again there were some people that do you feel comfort comfort in that and i'm like for me it's like my because you were saying you you were talking about the soul the the soul regression like the the past life regression when you kind of tapping into your past life regression you have so much wisdom from that those past life and they were like telling you like yeah that's kind of bullshit right now even though there was no words for that probably a thousand years ago but you know it's just like this does not add up Hmm. and you're like "Hmm, Mm hmm i wonder but again I have a, a an amazing client of mine and a friend because you know, like I my clients are my friends, let's be like it's the way I, I, I roll. And she is the voice of Jesus. Like like when she like I told her, like you the only person that mended my my heart with God. I can't solely now say God before I was like, I can't even say that word, it's just like I can't do this. Yeah. Um and will I go to church? not a chance but her way to describe is the same as us she just have another way of doing it Mm. it's just like you free to think whatever you think this is my own journey and it's just like she's not imposing that on anyone else's and my journey is my journey and I never want to impose that on anyone else I respect every opinion um I respect them whatever yeah. you think, it's your thought. It's your process. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. And this is the biggest thing in the world that when we get to that level of, I respect either or answer with no judgment, you do you kind of thing. That's a definite, definitely different energetics. And it's just beautiful to, to be in those kind of rooms, to be honest. I love it. I love it. everything that you've brought here.
0: And <laughs> can I we do keep... that every week? <laughs> I know, like I could keep talking to you. I feel like we need to do another recording, but we'll do it. Towards the end, I like to ask a certain like set of questions. Mm-hmm. So let's Go move ahead. into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first question is what does self-love mean to you?
1: Oof. Give me a second. Because when I hear self-love, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a, a weird answer. So I'm going to share that. It's just, it's huge. Okay. And <laughs> what are you saying about that? But <laughs> I do feel like self-love has been at some level. Um, what's the word? Taking on by the ma- um, the masculine energy, it's like kind of like self love. It's like kind of like a lot of uh, to do with beauty, external beauty. Mm. To me, it's like like when you it's like a lot of people like self care and everything. Oh, I I do self care. Do my I I just put my cream on my face or I go to the spa, which are all amazing. Don't deny it. But we kind of forgot that self love is also inner self inquiry and be with ourself in silence. Mm. But this world has conditioned us to be doing things. So we cannot be, and we kind of tend of like, and I'm not saying there's something wrong about listening to music. I love listening to music, but there is a lot of things like in the world, in terms of self love, we're going to be doing the, the cream and everything, but we're going to have a podcast music we're going to have Netflix, whatever. We are numbing the most important intimate part of us, which is the discovery of us. So Mm. it's a long answer about self-love, but it's just self-love, the whole holistic way of self-love is actually booking yourself in the calendar and not being available to anyone but yourself. That's the real deep self-love with no phone, Or a phone, like you're removing the apps that will lead you to go and do something else. It's just being your phone, put your voice note if you want to talk, that's fine. Connect with friends if you want, that's fine. But you need to be with yourself and you need to be uncomfortable being with by yourself. Because after that, this is deep self-love, lady. And you know that, you know, being with yourself is the best date you could ever have. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I love my partner, it's the best date. Yeah. (laughs) Is the fulfilling yeah. of
0: the cup. Yeah, for sure. So mm. true. I love that answer.
1: Oh, I need oh, I hope, like, I don't know. I don't know what I said, but it needs to be written and it needs to be on Instagram.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the I'll clip it and send it to oh, you. Oh thank you. Oh yes, yeah.
1: that'd be amazing. I tag you there. Yeah, mm. I'll send
0: it to you on like a Google Drive or something. Yeah. Great. Um next question is just finishing the phrase. The way to my heart is Love, <laughs> deep, unconditional love. And then what makes you feel the most grounded? Mm.
1: Connecting with Gaia. Mm. Stargazing is my fave. Love it. Mm. This is like feeling the your your feet connecting with the earth and feeling like energetic roots going through. the the earth is just you cannot even grasp that it is like when you haven't really started in your awakening you you cannot even realize this is possible but when you get there you're like this is weird (laughs) and good at the same time
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i think the earth is a living being
1: she's alive mother it's the mother yeah she's the creation of all yeah without the earth we would not be here right now exactly so she's the mother
0: that could be a whole conversation
1: (laughs) that's going to be very theoretical though but yeah (laughs) theological is it the word like very kind of out there yeah but yeah yeah, i'm here for any kind of those kind of conversation anyway
0: (laughs) yeah same and then what is your favorite part about being a woman
1: hmm I heard Mayoni, that's how I'm going to say that, like the reception part and also the leading movement that's happening in the world. Mm. And not the feminist way, you know, is mm-hmm. the future is female, but future is female is like the sexual power of women is rising. So mm. we can actually own the place that we are always been designed to have
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the most nurturing, loving and caring way which is going to shape shift the world entirely differently. Mm. If it's led by a woman, the world would be definitely different. It's not mm. not even a question unless she's wounded and she she leads from the masculine. What's
0: interesting about that is like when a baby is born, their leader is mom, you know, mm-hmm. like you have kids, you know, I don't have kids yeah. yet, but I've done a lot of babysitting and I used to work in a daycare. And when dad is there, it's like, yeah, okay, but like most babies, they want mom. You know, mom oh, yeah.
1: is. I have three. We're all yeah, yeah. So I'm just like go to dad. That's tiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's She's like mom. Like, oh, <laughs> and I'll grab this word. I want to change this word. I don't want this word anymore in my life. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I love my kids. It's just like sometimes the moms can be sage five times in less than in a minute so it's a lot but yeah I get you and it's a beautiful analogy you're right so
0: (laughs) for the people who are here listening where can they find you online how can they find out more about your work and if there's any like offering or anything that you're feeling called to share in this moment I want to give you space for that
1: so you can normally mostly find me on Instagram even though I'm doing what happened of the podcast Um, cut out for a second oh yes it's what I thought I I see my (laughs) like I was saying you can mostly find me on Instagram and I'm uh, under divinely Lucy on Instagram and also if you like this kind of thought I would love to invite you to my podcast and go into that kind of deep level of conversation because it's something that are very juicy and message from me and the most of my, like not most, all of my messages are channels, because as I was saying mm. during this conversation, I'm a psychic. So if you really wanted to kind of deep deeper into your own soul and your own discovery, I would definitely um, invite you to explore the transmission, which is a one on one call, uh, two hours with me and a couple of extra days over Voxer or Marco Polo doesn't really matter. And where we go deep into your soul and kind of like connect you to your higher timeline which is such a beautiful, beautiful thing to do. I love doing that. (laughs) Amazing.
0: So the links (laughs) to find Lucy will be in the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This is beautiful.
1: It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at self babe, And that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.